0: You have to eat the dream, you have to sleep the dream, you have to dream the dream, you gotta touch, you have to see it when nobody else sees it, you have to feel it when it's not
1: tangible, you have to believe it when you cannot see it, you gotta be possessed with the dream, the dream. What's up, guys, and welcome to straight from the Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host on this personal development and growth podcast. Listen, if you're new to the show, I just want to take this time and I want to welcome you. Thank you for being here. And if you're a continued avid listener of the podcast, whether it's the second episode or the 252nd episode, I just want to thank you for giving me your listening, your support of the channel. It means a lot to me. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, basically anywhere that there are podcasts. We're likely there. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube, please do so. It's straight from the Chess podcast on YouTube. And just as a reminder, please share the shit out of this podcast. Share it on your Instagrams. Share it on your Twitters, Facebook, whatever. Link the podcast, share it. And if it's on Instagram, I will be sure to re-mention you if you tag me at Justin Craig Groth. Thank you in advance. Thank you, thank you. Without further ado, Sledge, Hi. what's up brother
0: what's up up? it's good to be back man this is like the fourth time i've been here oh fucking i love you dude (laughs) i love you dude i enjoy doing your i enjoy it it gets hot as fucking here but i enjoy it man it is hot as fuck people don't see but these
1: lights are are brutal they are man they're like people that don't know that in the background there are a couple flood lamps and they're right kind of right on us they're angled up but still these motherfuckers are so bright that they cause a heat wave in the studio yeah and it's sort of obnoxious, but that's what you got to do. You got to look do good. what you got to
0: do to look good. You have to look good on camera. I mean, man. you got to look good. You got to look good here, here, and here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so what's been up with you, bro? <laughs> Nothing, man. Just uh, kicking off my podcast, uh, Coffee with Sledge. Thank you for the the old coffee we here. Yes, that sir. we got here. Cheers. Cheers to you! Don't spill! Don't spill! Don't spill! Don't spill! Don't spill! Don't spill!
1: We're sipping. Mm. That's good shit. Uh, oh, that's good shit. Love That's it. Good
0: shit. Uh, Coffee with Sledge, man. We've uh, we've recorded now a total of three episodes. Um, it's going to drop first of the year, so we're getting a backlog of things right mm-hmm. now. You're obviously one of them that we have. Um, you're actually going to be the pilot episode, which is awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, me and my editor have came to the realization because we're we're still figuring out. Certain ways of putting things together, right—the beginning, the middle, and the end, obviously—but like the transitions and all that stuff, right? So we're working through it. So you were actually going to be the pilot episode, which is very fucking cool. Which you were my first guest, I'm as very, it is.
1: Very, very So
0: it's fucking awesome because, like I said on my on my show, I just stole your shit and just kind of just
1: did it with my own little spin, you know. But and you didn't. But you. But I understand what you're saying, and it's the most. Bro, I've you said have, this, but it's the most serious form of flattery, bro.
0: Bro, you have a piece of you in my studio. Do you know what that means? You have That's, no idea. You look at me like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Did you steal my, steal my skin? No. You hooked
1: me up with the table. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but this was, you know, everything, everything is you, bro. Like yeah, yeah, everything. Is-
0: but you, your essence of your
1: podcasting is in my studio from the table. So it's all good, good vibes. It is bro. It's all good vibes. And again, man, I mean like, and I really mean this, I know we're bullshitting and everything, but like, I really mean, that's a very flattering thing that you would take, uh, anything from my, anything that I'm doing. So I just really appreciate that, man. Like all jokes aside, I really do appreciate the fact that you joke about stealing my setup, but you didn't, but you, you joke about it, but that even if you did, and even if it were identical it would still be the sincerest form of flattery. Dude, like be I wouldn't,
0: so, that'd be so hard to do your shit identical to you. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard.
1: I mean, no, yes. it's not I mean, you could do
0: it. All right. I'll take some pictures and then, <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know that no, people I, that when Joe Rogan first started his podcast and he had that big curtain in the back. Yeah. How many people have you seen that are on YouTube with a big red curtain? Yeah. In the back. Yeah. And they have no shame, dude. None. I couldn't do that. Well, everybody, like I couldn't.
0: Everybody starts somewhere where, like I said, my, my podcast, or my vodcast started like two years ago during COVID and I did it and I started on, uh, on Twitch and then it gradually just kind of went away because I, you know, and I had great fucking guests on there. Cause we were all sitting at home doing fuck all anyway. So it was just like, Hey, you want to do this? Yeah. Okay, cool. What time? Eastern time. Cause most people are on the East coast. What time? Eastern time. Three o'clock. Perfect. Excellent. You know, give me an hour of your time. Perfect. And, um, I had somebody, you know, um, on the back end that was switching things and making sure things were right and whatnot. And, uh, it just wasn't growing the following that I was expecting it to. And part of that was my, um, what's the best way to put it? Uh, my, um, not my drive. It would be more of my, um, Idiocracy would be the best way to put it of how to do certain things during with with the podcast and getting it out and Being not as social media guru as I am now. Does that make sense? So it was just one of the things where it's like it wasn't growing like I was expecting it to so It went away and now since I've been on Twitch for two years now two years. Yeah, something like that just passed my two years um and my audience has ridiculously grown Everybody has asked me about coffee with sledge. Everybody's asked me like, Hey man, why, how do we get coffee with sledge back? Cause that was actually really cool. And the more podcasts that I have done over the years of me being in professional wrestling and realizing how kind of shitty they are to a point, And especially with how many I've been on and they don't do their, they don't do their fucking homework. They don't do any of this on me and so on and so forth. I'm just like, I could do this, but do it way better than all of these people. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's bring it back. And then it snowballed. It really did. And now we're, like I said, we're three or four episodes uh, getting ready to be released first of the year. And I'm heading to Denver uh, next week on Thursday. I'll be there for a couple of days and I'm recording, fuck, like seven or eight while I'm there.
1: Go for you, man.
0: And then I come home and then I head straight to Vegas and then I'm recording seven or eight while I'm in Vegas. So I'll have a backlog all the way to WrestleMania weekend. Mm. And we've actually thought about like me and my editor have talked about releasing this sooner because of the backlog that I'm going to have. Um,
1: So it might come out sooner than first of the year. Are you thinking one a week two a week? Through? We're going to do one a week, one a week, one a week. Mm-hmm. So you want, so you thinking like just like 50 for the first year.
0: Yeah. And then um, it might go to two a week. It just depends on how big of a backlog and how big of guests I can get. Um, and it's not necessarily about the bigger guests or anything like that. Because I have a pretty substantial blog of people that are already like, oh, dude, you're doing Coffee with Sledge again? Like, I love the idea that you did the first time. Can, can I do it? And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, dude. And like when I go to like WrestleMania weekend, which is like... I'm trying to. Uh, it's, it's kind of interesting to explain it. Um, it's kind of like the Olympia for pro wrestling. It's kind of the best way to put it in a bodybuilder term, right? Mm. Where there's vendors, there's everybody. It's multiple days, so on and so forth. I'm bringing all my podcasting equipment with me, like table included, you know, boom arms. Everything's coming with me. Oh shit! And I'm gonna set it all up in my room. And That's I'm smart, staying man. at the the place where WrestleCon is being held, and it's a three day event. So, and there's going to be wrestlers and, and everybody just roaming around. And I know so many people and we're all going to be in one big fucking room and I'm going to go, yo, give me an hour of your time. Come to my room. You know, let's do Let's cut a
1: podcast. And then boom, they're like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck your podcast. <laughs> you know, fuck, bro. Yeah. I'm but like downtown, but a lot of
0: people like, I want to repodcast them that I, that I did back in the day. Just because I like the feeling of this mm-hmm. where when we are over zoom, I don't, I don't think it's as sincere as sitting here and actually talking to somebody, looking at them in the eyes, seeing their full emotion, so on and so forth. Yes, you could do that through zoom and through the webcam and all that, but it's still not like that human interaction.
1: It's not intimate.
0: It's not right. That intimate. And that's what I'm going for with all of my podcasts. I will I do not plan unless it's some stupidly huge guest that I can't get in my studio or we're not in the same place. And they're like, yeah, I'm down to do it. I don't plan on doing any kind of Zoom or anything like that with the, the, the with the podcast at all. It's all going to be very personal and everything is travel. Everything. What's cool about it is everything could be packed up very quickly. I did a test run two weeks ago. And then I had to redo it last week, which was a funny story. Um, But yeah, everything's being able to be, everything's be able to pack up and, and go,
1: which is fucking awesome. So you think that when you start releasing the podcast that you're going to get excited about the feedback and want to go one more week? That's a, that's a, um, possibly yes, but
0: Um, I'm going to have to hold back. I'm going to have to restrain because I, at the same time, those people are going to be like, uh, uh, I'm going to have people, if they want to have access to early episodes, go to my Patreon and then they can go to my Patreon and pay for it Mm -hmm. and then get access to my, are you on Patreon?
1: Uh, trying to get that. Actually, it's one thing I'm trying to get situated with Ramon is Patreon and get that growing. But, and if I was on it, like really on it, I would be talking about the intro Mm-hmm. but that's something that I've wanted to entertain. I just don't really, well, I guess it's more of a talk between Ramon and I yeah. than anything. But yeah. yeah.
0: Pa- Patreon. So what I'm going to do on my Patreon is like the new episodes are going to drop on Monday, but if they want early access to the episodes, I will release them on my Patreon during the weekend. Mm. Yeah. So they can, or a week earlier, you know, and then that will come out on YouTube, All right? you know, for whoever wants to not, you know, go to the Patreon. And then you also have like on the Patreon you also have like, you know, stuff we've edited together or kind of uh bloopers. Very much bloopers. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. bloopers. Yeah. There's gonna be mad bloopers. I, I actually posted a blooper yesterday on my Instagram at Sledge 805, if anybody wants to follow, um, of me doing the audio setup with Cole. And yeah, I like that. He, I, liked that. It I thought it was hilarious because my dumbass because I'm fairly new to to podcasting to a point and you're going to trial and error, just like with everything else, you know, you're going to trial, you're going to error, you're going to figure out why this errored, And then you're going to go back and you're going to try it again. And hopefully you don't make the same fucking mistakes. Right. The first time I did the podcast with, uh with MG was, um was at his, at his uh, at MG sports supplements and the audio was just bad. And it was on, there was a certain reason why and you don't know you don't realize that this this is so important right and it number one it was it, it, he was kind of nervous and it was him holding the microphone but and that was kind of funny in itself and I'll tell the story and he he'll laugh too and he won't give a fuck um because we joked about it the whole fucking time um actually we joked that we're, it weird going into the episode it's us joking about it it's hilarious but it was you don't realize how important microphones are, right? Microphones are extremely important. Right. And I decided when I was going about it and I was like, man, I'm going to do it on the road. So I'm going to need some road head, my road mics." And you were talking to me about this too. You were talking to me like, dude, why don't you just get lapel mics? Right. And I'm,
1: I, I, I don't know. I'm more of a, I'll tell you why I said that. If you don't, if you didn't, if I didn't tell you prior, I don't think you did. They so, said, let's
0: just do, you should just get fucking lapel mics. And I was like, why?
1: and then you're like authoritative like that i said it's so authoritative
0: i was like just get fucking lapel mics (laughs) i was like why don't you get fucking lapel mics (laughs) motherfucker
1: (laughs) okay so here's the reason why i advocate for lapel mics when you're traveling even though they don't sound the best you can get some good ones that sound fairly good yeah right good enough i should say right do they sound as good as your freestanding mics probably not but it's right there in terms of audio quality yeah so the reason why i say lapels is because in the actual interview process when somebody's holding something they're less apt to be a hundred percent authentic because they're holding a prop whereas if they have their hands free they're not worried about holding anything and actually feeling that sense of like they're on stage or on a platform you get more of an authentic, genuine state out of that person. And that's important for the listenership. So that's why I say lapel mic, because then it's almost like you're just having a conversation. They forget about the mic on them. They forget about everything. Whereas if you have a, a prop in their hand, they're going to always be reminded that they're on mic. And if there's any sense of nervousness in them, it's going to be exacerbated. With the onset of the prop in their hand, so that's why I say it's more psychological than anything. Yeah, but that's why I say lapel mic because then you draw the most genuine state conversation out of that person. What was that word you just used? Is there,
0: va- is there what? What
1: did I say? Sur- sur- survasticated.
0: What was that? No, <laughs> I don't
1: think that's a word. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, Exacerbate. Is, 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 I, I mean, can't even say it. Is yep. I can do you one better. I could fucking spell it. Dare. No, i won't <laughs> Actually, I'm I like, I'll, I'll call your bullshit right now dude Actually, I, I forgot how to yeah axc whatever all right anyway it. um but but yeah man that's the reason why
0: i, under, I understand it and i get that right but but, but, but i don't want to do it no no no. But here's my guessing. rebuttal to that right is i like i like the feeling of the microphone. I like the feeling. Yeah. I like the feeling of the microphone, right? Where I have, yes. As of right now, we're talking in a microphone, and yes, I'm very free handed to talk and so on and so forth. But at the same time, though, is I like the feeling of this, the
1: microphone. Yeah, itself. but it's not about you. It's about the person. I understand
0: that. I get that. 100, percent right? Um, I'm not just a big fan. Of, I, I'm just not a big fan of lapel mics,
1: and I, I might go down that road right now. You but- clearly. Don't want to get the best out of your guests. I do want to get the best. Well, out of my then you'll take my advice. Well, maybe I just like what I'm doing. <laughs> You're like, I like to look like a fucking grandiose. Yeah, mother- I have the mic in hand. Yeah, I like to. I like
0: it like I'm fucking doing a goddamn interview with a <sighs> microphone in my hand. I understand. No, Nine I understand. times out of ten, people know how to fucking use a microphone. The people that I'll be interviewing, hopefully, know how to use a fucking microphone. And the people that don't don't know how to fucking use a microphone. We'll just come to my home studio and they'll just put it right here and then they'll be able to use freehand. Right. But the people that I'm usually going to be interviewing while I'm on the road are pretty used
1: to using a microphone. That's right? the other thing. Some people don't know how to hold the microphone to their face. Bruh. You know, speaking of that. <laughs> so
0: back to what I was saying was like, this is my first time doing it on the road. Right. So I was, I wasn't nervous. I was just more of like, okay. I'm so used to my home studio. I gotta get used to doing this, like on the road, right? So Matt was like, yo, why don't you come to my come to my shop and do it? And we'll do it at my shop. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, and we start setting it up one place, and I was like, ah, I just don't like the way it looks, or it's a desk in front of them, and I was like, This looks like shit. And then we were like, let's just do it, you know, Cole was like, why don't we just do it in front of the supplements? So I was like, Oh, that looks pretty badass, actually. Yeah, let's do that. So we started moving shit around, we started setting it up. Um microphones are so important. Right. And I decided to, well, I guess for my guests, which is kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say an asshole move, but kind of an asshole move, I guess, to the point I was like, I'll get them a sure 48. Right. Which is like a 30, $40 microphone. Right. And I'm like, and I'll go through a sure 58, which is like a hundred dollar microphone. Right. Now you might not be able to tell a difference, but I sure as fucking tell a difference, right? Because that's my audio ear, right? And on top of that, my dumbass, when I was setting it up, the camera was completely out of focus. I thought it was in focus, wasn't it? Wasn't in focus anyway, shape and form. Um, and on top of that, is on my mixer on my Yamaha, you have a negative twenty six pad that I could push down, and then a, and then um, a negative. Uh, there's another pad and they both were pushed down. So it absolutely killed the audio. Well, explain to people what that means. It means, so it, it dampens the sound, right? So it pads the sound, right? And with what I'm doing, I don't need the sound padded. I actually need more of a little bit more of a sound, right? So I wasn't getting the audio quality that I was expecting out of one side of the microphone, than the other side of the microphone with what I was doing, right? I thought the audio quality was going to be good, but, as I listened to it back, it was absolutely horror shit, right? So I left there hot. I was so mad. I was like, oh, this is bullshit, man!" I, and I was mad at myself. I wasn't mad at anybody else. I was mad at myself because I expected better out of myself, right? I think, I think at the same time, is I was trying to rush as well, and it just, it just. I need to take time. And just relax. Right. So um, we come back a week later and I was actually bring, going to bring a buddy with me who was going to uh, help kind of set things up. Right. And then he canceled, which I'm kind of glad he canceled because it made me go look, motherfucker, you got to do this on your own. You can't have somebody hold your hand. You can't have somebody pat your ass. You got to do this yourself. If you want this motherfucker to work, you got to do it yourself. You got to figure it out, right? So I figured it out. And the first thing I did, which was dumb of me, I shouldn't have done. I should have done the first time I did a test run. I made sure everything sounded good. I pressed record, make sure shit sounded good. Make sure the audio was good. Just like what you did before we went live. you pre- you pressed a little record. You made sure that the fucking audio quality was good. Make sure the video quality was good. And then you pressed it. You stopped it. And you're like, okay, we're good. We're ready to go. Right? I didn't do that. Should've, but I didn't, right? So, <clears throat> the second one turned out extremely well, a lot better. Well, you redid this guest. I did. I redid Matt Gaines. Yeah. Oh, so I did see. Matt twice. I see. Yeah, and actually, the second one was a lot better than the first one, just because like the first one was a little bit. He was very nervous, um, and very um, like there's just a lot, a lot, a lot going on, and then. The construction next door all of a sudden out of nowhere started drilling through the fucking wall and then that cut in and it was just like oh my god this is just a fucking horrible mess so we made sure everything was like yo we told the construction guys hey we're gonna record can you not give me an hour right and they're like oh we're almost done cool fuck yeah and then i made sure i made the test run before we did and then you know so on and so on. we made sure everything was focused and i figured out how to refocus um, take the audio autofocus off and do the manual focus so then I can manually focus everything and so on and so forth so because the camera that I'm using the a7ii it's a very high end quality camera right yeah it is it's a super stupid high end especially with the lens I'm using and, and so on and so forth so it just it just takes a little bit of fine tuning and it was great that I was able to go back redo it reset everything up he actually Matt actually bought me a 58 uh, a sure fifty eight, a set of forty eight. He's bought me a, another fifty eight. And he's like, this is my contribute to the podcast here. Here's another fifty oh, eight sweet of him. Dude. And I was like, oh, bro,
1: that's really sweet of him. That
0: man. was very sweet of him. So we test both fifty eights. we made sure everything was great. boom, off to the races. We did an hour and a half.
1: boom. fucking sound good, look good. Well, my thing is why wouldn't you have just done two fifty eights? Why would you I don't know. why would you give yourself I don't know. A, that's the narcissist in you, dude. You would just give yourself a better mic than than the other person. That's you're you're, such a it, narcissist. It's, it's dude. not
0: necessarily. It's Nar- not necessarily give them a better. See, you're dripping all over the place again, man. Fuck! I can't fuck stand this piece this of
1: shit. shit. No, it's not a piece of shit. I mean, you watch your mouth. No, I'm sorry, dude. This five is grand. Very five fucking, grand. This is a very five prestigious. Grand. I apologize. French press here you know, that people can't see unless they're watching.
0: It was.
1: <laughs> it wasn't necessarily like a narcissist thing. It was just one of
0: those things where it was just like the budget. Money, budget, you know. Oh,
1: Sledge, shut it was, up. It was it, it, $10. It, it, no, it was it was like 50 bucks. Difference? Yeah, it was a $50 difference. You said one was 30, one was 50 or 40. No, no, no. The,
0: the 58 was like 100, 119. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. and then the 48 was... Because so I'm thinking to myself, if they drop this motherfucker, if they do da, 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 I could replace it fairly quickly. So I was yeah. thinking long game here, right? It wasn't anything about... Oh, you're 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 below me, motherfucker here have a forty eight. <laughs> that's, that's not what it was. I was no, it wasn't. that's not what I was saying. I was simply saying that if the, because it's gonna be on the road, it's gonna be dropped. it's gonna be, you know, there's shit that's gonna happen, right and for some people, you know, 30, 40 bucks is fucking, especially in the way we are right now, that's, you know, that's money, right? Especially with traveling and so on and so forth, that's money, right? So I was thinking to myself, I was like, if we go a little bit cheaper on on that side, if something happens to it, I can replace it fairly quickly. And on the 458, I know that it's going to be safe because it's going to be in my hand, right? I didn't think audio quality wise. And I'm like, nope, we should have the same microphones. We should have the
1: same everything. Which is weird because you're very particular about that. So I can't I know see why you wouldn't. It was just it was just a fucking money clouded your judgment. It was
0: just a it was just a thing, man. It was just one of those we all have them, little fucking little pulse things where we just go, Oh yeah. And then we realized that, no, that was stupid. We shouldn't do that again. And that's exactly what I did. Is I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just go home I'll order a fifty eight and then we'll do Matt. And Matt was before I even left. That day, Matt was like, oh, hey, I just ordered you a 58. It'll be here in a week.
1: That's cool. And I was
0: like, oh, fuck, dude. Thank you. So,
1: yeah. Which brings me to lapels again. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you know, they make good lapels now. They make lapels that are like 300 bucks. For the set i think 320 or something like that you want to
0: give me 300 so i can buy the. Lapelics? i mean
1: i could contribute for sure get the fuck out of here but listen the thing is you have to use some you can't stick to your stupid handheld mic <laughs> can i give one lapel to him and one handheld to me that looks so I weird i can't believe that'd be you, so dude. weird the lapels are the game dude it's the game because it Freeze the person's hands. And if you know anything about interacting, which you do, you're a very good interactor, man, which Thank is the reason you. why I love having you on. Thank you. Because the conversation is just so fucking fluid. Not that it's not fluid with other people, but, you know, it's just a different, different he, dynamic. You
0: heard it first. I'm better than everybody. <laughs> and you guys know it. I'll so
1: the fact that you have free hands with people brings out more illustration in them. Not only in the way that they feel, but the way they produce with you or the way that they interact with you. It's very important, dude, in terms of getting the best out of that person. And if you give a shit about the listeners, which I know you do. I do. You're going to fucking want to get the best out uh, of that person uh, see I don't I, I, it's probably one of those things where it's like I don't know enough about
0: lapel microphones because I know that the the, uh, the 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 cord is very skinny right these cords the XLR microphones are very thick cords right does it go from one to XLR to XLR into the mixers and that would be research I would have to do because I, I just don't know enough about lapel mics I've seen like the little roadcaster gimmicks that people yeah. wear you know and stuff like that when they're at the gym they're doing their fucking thing how do they do that I have no idea but I can figure it out because yeah, I'm not good. fucking like a good. You know, I'm not a fucking nut knucklehead. I just <laughs> n- 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 knucklehead. Um <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things where it was just like one of those things where it's just like I, I don't know, man. I, I still like to handhold microphones. I, I just
1: do. You're living in the stone age, bro. Bruh. I'm okay with living get, in the stone get age. Get up, get get up get, into get... regular modern life. Uh, like it's, we're Rocco's evolving. modern life. We're evolving into lapels. I'm just saying if you want the best out of your person you're gonna get lapel mics no rebuttal (laughs) that's what it is blanket statement and it's psychology oriented it's not well it's not just about the audio quality it's about the person and what you get out of them right that's what's going to keep engagement with the audience so if somebody's nervous as shit and they're holding a prop And they've never done this. Most people have never held a mic before, dude. Like, most people have never held a mic. The ordinary human
0: being, yes, has never held a microphone, right? I remember when I first held a microphone, I was like, what is this motherfucker, right? But now I'm like, ah, microphone, great. I was just talking to the motherfucker, right? I understand that. But the people that are going to be on Coffee with Sledge are very used to holding microphones, especially when they're cutting promos. You hold a microphone when you're cutting promos, right? Right. People get very used to holding microphones when using being a character, so on and so forth, yada, 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 right? The lapel microphone, definitely sit down interview fucking News 13, absolutely, right? But when people, you know, professional wrestlers like myself, we're very used to holding a microphone in our hand.
1: It's nothing, it's nothing new to us. Here's the, here's the question. Is it about character or is it about authentic human beings? Which one do you want? Because once that prop gets in their hand, they turn on the character. So do you want the character or do you want the human being?
0: I want whatever they decide to give me because if they want to continue being in character, then they can totally be in character. Yeah. If they want to be, you know, off, off Kelter and be who they want to be, that's totally fine too. It's honestly, it's up to them.
1: Yeah. And no, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to force them to do. You know, hey, bro, like you can't, do your, you can't do your gimmick, bro. Like, you gotta just give me some fucking authentic. Nah, it's like you're gonna give me what you wanna give me, you know? And it's one of those things where um, I believe I could pull conversations out of people. I've done it so many times where people are very nervous. Like, I, I Jay Lethal, I had Jay Lethal on. Jay Lethal does not do podcasts. He very rarely does podcasts. He's done, he does very like high end quality podcasts like Chris Van Vleet and like Sean Ross Sapp, stuff like that you know, in the professional wrestling world. And you know, Jay is fairly close, is very close to me. So he decided to come on. Right. And it was very, he was very tentative when I first started. Very, very one word answered. Very like, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you know I was like, I got to pull something out of this motherfucker. Right. And I, I remember I, I cracked him with a joke. I don't remember what it was. I cracked him with a joke. Um, and then he, he started laughing and then we were off to the races, right? So even if they're nervous with this microphone in their hand, they don't have a lapel microphone. I believe I could pull something out of them because I'm just very confident in my interview skills or my talking skills because I've been doing it for however long. I mean, hell, I'm your favorite guest,
1: Yes, you know? So <laughs> no, I won't say that because I have lots of favorite guests Yeah, and you are the dynamic between you and I is unique in that I don't have that with anybody. Yeah. So that's what I would say because I have, I mean, I I love everybody that comes on. I have people that like that. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to pull teeth. It's like yeah, trying to pull teeth. I've you know, that. that's a different story. You know, and and I've had it's weird because the Zoom calls that I've had, most of them have always been have been shit. Zoom podcasts have been shit, man, because they're not. You don't have that intimate dynamic, that yeah. intimate interface. Yeah, yeah, and it it definitely exploits itself via the 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 podcast. Yeah, I agree. And I I just like to sit down, even if it's somebody who's nervous or even if it's somebody who's like apprehensive to say say anything or they don't talk a lot. Like I like that better than if I'm on a Zoom call with somebody i've only had one zoom call that i'm like oh really or one or two that i really like i'm like that was good even though it was like through a screen you know but um you fine you want to use mics bro fine <laughs> just use mics a, hey it ain't your shit it's my shit i know that's right i yeah. want to talk about your fitness man because you've been going in you've been dabbling let's call it dabbling dabbling okay i i call it going head first <laughs> hey fuck you it's, <laughs> i call it going head
0: first but okay <laughs> i'm not dabbling i ain't tiptoeing around this motherfucker
1: okay <laughs> to a veteran oh shit yeah i'm a veteran all right you're Shit. dabbling.
0: He, motherfucker pulled his vet card on me. Hey, All right. I pull it out. <laughs> it's in my wallet, <laughs> motherfucker. You're a dabbler. Okay. I'm a dabbler. Call a okay. spade a spade. Spade a spade, a dabbler, okay.
1: How does it feel to be down 30 pounds, bro? Bruh. Good for you, man. Bruh.
0: I feel so much better, bro. Like, like when I first when I came when I came and did your podcast, a couple months ago, right? When I, when you still had the, the, the stool and the setup and all that stuff, right? I was not in a good headspace. Like I talked, like I talked about last time I was here. Right. And I just started my fitness journey. I want to say when I was here last, I want not started it, but picked it back up is the best way to put it. Right. Because I always, one of my buddies said this perfect. we were on the, we were on a car ride to a show and he said it perfect. He goes, bro, he goes, you're like a snowball. I go, I don't know how I'm like, I don't know how I take that. Like, are you calling me fat? Like, what do you, t-? he's like, no. He goes, you're like a snowball. Once the snowball gets going, it gets bigger, 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 bigger. He goes, you're like that with anything. The minute you get your hands on something or the minute something happens where in your life that changes your life, you all of a sudden turn in that snowball and then everything starts kind of falling into place for you. Right. He goes, your fucking problem is that snowball is crashes into a wall and then you fucking. That's a really good. illustration. It's a great. Uh, it, it was great illustration, bro. It was fantastic illustration. He goes, now we just got to keep the snowball moving. He goes, you got to avoid the walls and not let the walls that you hit take you down. And he goes, that's your biggest problem. He goes, because once you get going, nothing can stop you. You're very focused and you make shit happen. Whether you people like it or not, you don't give a fuck. You're going to do what you want to do and that's awesome. Because you've been very successful with it, right? He goes, but every fucking couple years, you hit a fucking wall and that fucking snowball that you have going fucking smashes into a million fucking pieces and it's hard to put it back together. He goes, now... He goes, you just have to keep the snowball going because it's, he's so right too. Because when I got back from Texas, my mindset changed and I went, I have to, Hey, don't be flexing on me, bro. Come on. Man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. You know, fucking veteran over here. Dude, all of a sudden he's going to be doing fucking double bicep
1: on me and shit.
0: <laughs> um,
1: or a lat spread, or whatever the fuck you whatever, want, whatever, whatever
0: you want, side chest, <laughs> quads and abs, whatever you he's want, like, bro. He's, he's like, whatever you want me to serve, you want us filled the silver fucking platter, motherfucker, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> but he got, um, and that's what happened was I was so depressed and so out of my element with everything because I got just got released from TV and all this other bullshit was going on in my life. And once I got back from Texas, I decided to make that change. Everything started moving forward. The snowball started growing. Next thing you know, the snowball's going, and now my Twitch is fucking going here, and now my podcast is going here, and my my personal life is going here, and my fitness is going here. Now I just got to keep the fucking snowball moving, and that's the that sometimes is the hardest thing to do for me is keeping that snowball moving, especially when it comes to fitness, because I've always been in the gym some way, shape, and form. I think we even met in the That's gym.
1: Amazing. Yeah, we I we was like we met in the, met gym, in the yeah. gym,
0: right? I've always been in the gym, but I've always been a fat kid at heart because I love
1: junk food. Junk food? Love. Like junk what? Food. Oh fuck, bro. <laughs> like you Tim. Give me four of the best food junk foods you like. Well, oh, or four you, of your favorite. Today's my cheat
0: day too. Like I get a cheat meal today and you're going to fucking do this to me right now. All right.
1: Um, yes. Hmm.
0: Uh, I love Reese's peanut butter cups.
1: Oh, my favorite. That's my favorite
0: hands down. Bruh. Candy. Bruh. And it's Halloween season. I can just go over to Vaughn's and get a fucking big old thing of fucking Reese's right now. Just eat it. Asking me six months ago, I would eat the whole bag. Just think okay. of my sugar.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know,
0: man. That's a right? crazy amount of sugar. Think of my sugar. Think of my, the, the, my, my, the, the fats that I was taking in. Not good fats, bad fats. You know, all that shit that I was taking in, right? I love Pop-Tarts. Huge Pop-Tart guy. Don't know why. Just him. Um, I am also a huge, like, I don't know, nachos. I love nachos. Mm. Love good nachos.
1: Me too. Um, And have you had Rooster Creek's nachos? No. (sighs) Dude, some of my favorite nachos, hands down. Rooster Creek.
0: We gotta go have a cheat meal one of these times, bro. Oh,
1: dude, I'll eat you, bro. Easy, no problem. It's a competition with me, bro. Every day, really? No,
0: oh, no. I, was like, I was like, Really? I was, I was like, <laughs>
1: <no>. <laughs>
0: I almost said challenge accepted, but like, I, I, I didn't want to accept that. Um, if it came to sushi, I would fucking demolish you.
1: I don't know about that, man. I don't know. It's very few people that can out eat me, even Joey Jaws cannot eat me. I don't even know who that is, but all right, no, I'm playing. He's okay. the fucking world record holder for hot dog eating. Is he really? Yeah, dude, I can't. I'm just, I'm talking shit, man. I was like, I can't fucking eat hot dogs. No, dude, I'm not, I'm a huge, I'm an eater, but I'm not like, I'm not, I can't eat that much. Like, with sushi, I'll tell you how much I can eat. I think the most I ever eat was like seven rolls. At one time Shit That's fucking That's baby work dude Oh quiet Come on I'm not talking about Little Little tuna rolls I'm talking about Fucking full spread The shit rolls That are all Dude I'll I'll eat that With a lat spread
0: bro Whatever
1: (laughs) No bro Whatever
0: You're talking shit Whatever But no man I don't believe you You know um, But yeah No I just uh, That I love nachos bro I love pizza I love any kind of fat food bro What are you gonna have to do I, I don't know I really don't know. What are you
1: craving? Um, Honestly, I'm not really craving anything. Don't have anything then. I know you're going to, but like that's the thing that I... I used to have two cheat meals a week, right? Yeah. And I, would, I ate all the places around here to where I'm like... I don't... When I get to that cheat meal day, I was looking forward to it. But then when it got here, I'm like, what do I eat? And a, a friend of mine, Danny... Well, you know Danny. Mm-hmm. He eats kinda of, I think one or two cheat meals a week too. And he's like he eats the same shit. And I would I would bet if you asked him, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine if you asked him, Hey man, are you really craving this pizza right now? Or are you just having it because it's Thursday or Wednesday or Saturday or whenever you cheat? Yeah. And it's just because it's the day to cheat and you allow yourself to do that. So then you're just like, well, I'm going to have it, but you're not really craving it. So that happens to me too. Cause I've had all the different places in the area that I like, like yeah. all the burger spots, all the steak spots. What's and, your favorite burger spot? Uh, it's always a toss up between, I like Brooks burgers a lot, but if we're talking about just a, if we're talking about like a craft a burger, then I like Mason or, uh, Rooster, not Rooster's, are Mason or Brooks Burgers. Okay. I like their burgers. But if you're talking about a fast food burger, yeah. I honestly, I think, I think Habit has some of the best burgers, Habit man. Habit is good, bro. You know, people, that's controversial with some people because they're like, you know, in and out, I do Five Guys. In, I do love In-N-Out. I'm not a Five Guys guy. It's too expensive. I'm telling you, dude, for the, for what you, like Habit, if price is not an issue, I think Habit has the best tasting burgers, I like man. Habit. I like I like habit a lot. I'm a big In-N-Out guy. Love In-N-Out. Sure.
0: Fuck What a Burger. I said it. What's that? What a burger? My my friend. It is a Texas stable. It's like their version of In-N-Out.
1: What it's called? What a burger. What a burger. Oh, like what a burger. What a Yeah, like what a burger. What a bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> What's it spell? How's it spelled? Like, W- W-H-A-T-A-B... And then burger. And then burger, yeah.
0: All one word? All one word. And their colors are orange and white.
1: interest I have to look it up. Do it. it. It's... Jamie, get that on the screen. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> put that right up there, bro. <laughs> put up Whataburger. We don't have a Jamie here. Yeah. Um, I wish we did.
0: Whataburger is absolutely fucking garbage. I can't stand what Whataburger. What makes it garbage? Bro, they just put too much mustard
1: I'm they am not mustard, bruh.
0: Oh no, I'm not a mustard guy. On a I, burger, I, so. I, I, I'm not a mustard guy on a burger. I will put mustard on my chicken. I will put mustard on anything else. Like I like mustard. I like a, I like a little spicy mustard. I'm, I, I love that. But mustard on a
1: burger. is Thou, just thousand Island, man. It's just thousand much. Island or ketchup or, you know, I'm more of that type. Of yeah, guy, me too. Know?
0: Right. But yeah, I had what a burger. My first time in Texas was a couple years ago. And, uh, they're like, we gotta, you got to go to Whataburger. You got to go to Whataburger. I was like, dude, I'm kind of an In-N-Out guy. Come from Cali. You know? No, dude, trust me. This is... Because they have In-N-Out in Texas, right? It's not the same as Cali, right? The In-N-Out in Cali is Cali In-N-Out, right? We all know if you're here in Cali, you know In-N-Out, right? We don't have Whataburger over here. We don't fucking want Whataburger over here, right? So you go... I went to this Whataburger and I got... I got a fucking burger and like some fries, just some standard fucking shit, right? And I bit into this thing and I went, and like mustard literally just fucking like, like shot in my mouth, and I was like, this is fuck this, and I, like this shit's fucking disgusting. Fuck Whataburger, right? I was like, this is supposed to be the best burger I fucking ever had in my life. And I was like, where's In and Out, you know? Like where the fuck is In and Out, you know? Yeah, I haven't had Whataburger since. I had it one time. haven't had it since. And I go back to Texas very frequently, and every time I pass a Whataburger, I flip it off. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you That's know? Funny, just
0: because I'm just... Yeah, I'm not a Whataburger guy. I just... Yeah, but... Um, I'm not a Five Guys burger guy either, though. Like, I do love me some in and out I just don't like Five Guys because they're just so goddamn expensive. I'm mm-hmm. kind of a cheap motherfucker when it comes to fucking food. You know? I'm okay... Like, I'm okay with going and getting, like, a... Uh, um, like a high-end meal Like I'm totally okay with that Right But when it comes to like Fast food And stuff like that Like yeah. in and outs perfect price Yeah You know Five guys Little, little too expensive for me and
1: They're like 15 bucks a burger bro. Yeah bro it's, I it, don't know it, like It's
0: it's like 20 dude It's freaking ridiculous Plus fries and all that dude You're walking out yeah. Spending 50 fucking dollars And you're like God
1: damn For sure For, for someone like you or I yeah. yeah
0: dude You know Well definitely me dude Cause I like, can you, know, you But still you know Like <laughs> 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 but you no, know, but to be honest, bro, like I feel fucking great, dude. And um I'm 30 down, dude. I weighed in on Friday at 262, you know. Um
1: Good for you, man. I'm
0: I'm dropping a probably about a pound a week to two pounds a week. That's
1: great. Um, that's great, that's perfect.
0: Yeah, I uh I uh my coach is very happy with the progress that I've been making. Um I've changed the way i eat. The way way I eat. You mind if you top me off there, good sir? Motherfucker,
1: I'm chilling <laughs> everywhere, dude. Oh. <laughs> if we were heart. at
0: my house and he did this, I'd be go. like, I don't give a fuck. There you go. I'd be like, Yep, that's great. Yep. It's gonna drip. It's gonna drip. It's gonna drip. Wait, hold on, what's wrong what with What the this fuck piece is this going
1: on shit. here, dude? It's fucking this thing is fucking. I bet you, fucking. And this thing is money. Too, yeah, dude. I bet just, you the fucking. This thing is gold plated. Yeah, dude. I bet, yeah, dude, I bet people you, people you the fucking see. king
0: of fucking England doesn't have this kind of problem. You fucking. know, I think it's it's because it's gone. It's all oh. we drink right. it all. Well, there we go. That's why we're well hyped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, man. Uh, yeah, I feel so much better, bro. I do. My joints feel better. My mind's better. I'm on a like I'm very schedule oriented, kind of like you are. You know, I'm very scheduled. You know, up at this time every morning, like I like up I up at 11 a.m. No, <laughs> coming over to his house, up at 11 I'm Fucking knocking on his door. What the fuck, dude? Are we doing this or not?
1: Uh, I just woke up. I did not say that you asshole. It was, it was, I would have a fucking. It was,
0: it was a late night last night. I
1: was out until fucking ten o'clock, and I'm like, "What? Late hey, night? No hey, I'm just Fuck it. <laughs> if I have a late night and hey. I only get three hours, I fucking get up. That's dude. right, dude. You because grind. that's what I do. That's right. Mother. And the thing is, I don't give a shit, man. If I don't have sleep, fuck it. Fuck it. That's I just right. keep going, dude. I work off adrenaline at that point. Yeah. But if I've made a plan for somebody, or if I've made a plan in general, or if i made a meeting or whatever, even if... I, look, dude, if I end up going to bed late and I wake up late, whatever, that's my fucking fault, dude. True. I'm still fucking going to be on point, dude. So when you knocked at the door, I'd been up for at least three fucking hours. So don't talk that <laughs> shit. <laughs> don't talk that shit in my house. No, um... Yeah,
0: I was up at, uh, I I knew that I had to come here at 11, so I was like, okay, I got to be in the gym by this time, so I get everything I need to get By what, 10.30? I was at the gym by 7, motherfucker. On the dot, I was on the stair stepper by 7 o'clock.
1: Good for you, man. 40
0: minutes cardio.
1: Good for you. Wait, 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 wait. Before training? Before training. Why? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would I not we, do that? Okay. Well, oh, here's, here's the here's open the back door. Open door for another conversation. <laughs> Great. Listen. Okay. You know, this is why you're dabbling. Okay. Oh, okay. And this is why you're talking to a fucking vet. <laughs> this vet isn't a fucking school right Okay. All right. He, you guys, he put his coffee down. Get, yes. Coffee's <laughs> down. Hands are out. I'm fucking going. If you do. All that, for people that know the stair stepper is pretty fucking, it's fucking brutal. It's, yeah, it can be, especially if you're doing it at a fairly high level. Yeah. You doing 15 minutes of that is probably enough to, not probably enough, it's gonna deplete your resources to some degree. The point is, you don't wanna deplete your resources, AKA your energy, your glucose, for the weights. So it, it kind of behooves you to do that prior especially that fucking much, especially on the stair stepper. I mean, I would say don't even do an incline treadmill for 40 minutes before you hit the weights. Only because you're not going to be able to put your best foot forward with the weights in terms of energy output and productivity. So save that shit for an extra session, especially something as brutal as the stairs. Save that for a whole extra session or, if anything, maybe half of that time after your workout because you want to you just Allow the most energy for the weights. That means the most to you, right? Building the muscle. Yeah. The fat loss is gonna be a byproduct of your diet and or cardiovascular efforts. But that doesn't mean that you put the cart before the horse. You're welcome, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I will do cardio after weights. Okay.
0: You know, cheers. 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 That's right. I usually cut I I usually sometimes I cut it up. I'll do like 15 16 minutes and then i'll go lift and then
1: i'll do you know the half end on the back end it just depends on what i have going on during the day that 16 minutes is very important from the 15 minutes because people that don't know that one minute (laughs) one minute motherfuckers
0: big difference well i'm just i'm just saying that that you know it just it just depends you know it depends on what i have going on but usually i like to knock it out first thing like i get up i get a As I'm walking or on the stair, or I do the elliptical, or I do the the treadmill on the incline, it kind of wakes me up to a point. You know, kind of wakes me
1: up, kinda gets me, okay, here we are. We're here. Let's do this. Let's get, let's get, let's get going. Let's get going. It's fine, but you need 40 minutes? No. You need 10 minutes, maybe. Have the weights wake you up, motherfucker. (laughs) I fucking cardio. Are you a man? Are you a man? Are you (laughs) (laughs) you a pussy? I do have the weights wake me up. I do like the weights, but um, wait, doing weight no shit, man. Doing uh, training that that early in the morning, yeah. I, mean, I'm, I don't know, man. Seven well, o'clock is pretty I, early.
0: I'm also I do I go earlier. Jeez, during the week I go earlier. Like I'm up at like four a.m. and then I'm 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 up first meal. Do you think that makes you warmer of a man? Yeah, a little, bit, a little bit, a little bit. It makes up at me four a.m. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I go to bed at nine and I get up at four. <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. It makes me a little more mad, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it does. Dude. It makes it. me fucking better than everybody. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because you,
0: know, you know what? There's motherfuckers on the East Coast that are up right now grinding. And I'm like, you know what? I got to be up
1: there with those motherfuckers too. Okay. But the sun circles around. I don't them. give a fuck about the sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's no, funny.
1: I just, I just, you know, it, it
0: just works with my schedule because I go live on Twitch at 1030 a.m. So, I go live at ten thirty, so I get up at this time so I can get all my work and all my workouts done that I need to get done. So then I get home, I have a me, I have my two meals, then I jump on Twitch, and then I do Twitch for you know six hours, or I do the podcasting or anything like that. So it just works out in my schedule that way. Yeah. you know what I mean? Um, you're a morning person. I'm man. a very big morning person, huge morning person. I love the mornings. everybody, a lot of people go, I hate the mornings. I can't do mornings, yada, yada, yada. I love
1: the mornings. You know why? Coffee. Quiet. And coffee. And coffee. Coffee makes is an incentive. Really is. Like when I first started getting into coffee, I was like, I can't wait to wake up.
0: You were like, what? 10, 11?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, to be honest, man, 21. Yeah. Before I started to try coffee. Yeah. And I noticed, okay, so one day I was training. I went to Club 24 in San Luis. Yeah. And... 100%. I was I was after a competition, and for those of people who don't know, when you compete, you get kind of fucked in the head, and you start thinking weird shit, especially when you're depleted and you're in that much of a deficit. So when I was about ready to compete, I was thinking things that I never thought before, and wanting to try. I guess because I was all I was obviously new, nutrient deprived, yeah, because I'm calorically deprived, and trying to get the most condition out of my body, and. I remember thinking, I want to try coffee. Why not? It's zero calories. My mind thought that way. It's zero calories. I'll just try. It. I want to try some coffee. The first time I had coffee, it lit me up, and I'm like, Oh, I love this! And it was at Club Twenty. It was. I remember it was right before I trained Club Twenty Four, and I remember thinking that in Twenty Four training, that's the reason why it sticks out to me the most. Because yeah. So, what were you training that day? Were you doing legs? No, I think I was training um back uh. and. I remember doing, I remember drinking the coffee and I'm like, oh, I love how it's, and it made me veinier. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, anything that's going to make me veinier, I'm going to, I'm going to do because I like that look, right? I'm in the I want that. You want look, to look that vascular, vascular, yeah, you know? the vascular, yeah. Well then obviously. Look I, at me, I,
0: who, look at me doing my homework.
1: <laughs> you, should, you should, I should see a notepad out <laughs> with a pen. I, you got a veteran in the midst bro, of you. Brother,
0: everything's being recorded right here. In your
1: phone. In my phone. Yeah, fuck off, asshole. <laughs> so I, I remember thinking, I got to keep doing this. Well, when I kept drinking it, people that know they drink coffee, they don't have the same effects on no. you after. Something. Sooner
0: or later, you get a tolerance to it. But yeah. then
1: I just became a behavior, and then I started liking coffee more and more, and then, then that made me want to wake up because of the, the kick that I got from the stimulant. you know. And now I don't drink coffee that much because of the staining effect on my teeth yep and that's a big thing for me because i'm very hygienic in that regard and i'm very weird or anal about my teeth about most things on my physical appearance you know i'm very vain to some degree and i think that's i've talked about it to to a pretty large extent on the podcast that's the reason why i lift that's the reason why I train. It's not about health, even though health is a byproduct. It's about how vain I am. I'm so Because you have to look a certain way. Yes. Because well, I want to look a certain way. It's image. And image is important to me. Image should be important to everybody. Okay,
0: so image is especially in in my line of work, image is extremely important. Right. Right? Um, because when I did get heavier, when I, you know, I gained fucking, you know, 50 pounds, you know, at a fucking, it wasn't out of nowhere, but you understand what I'm saying? And I'm still getting booked for these events. I'm showing up and I'm just fucking wide and big and people are going, fuck happened to you, you know, kind of thing. Right. When I was in fairly, like when I was going hard, you know, in pro wrestling and doing television and so on and so forth, I looked pretty decent. Like I had an okay body. I was still soft in some areas, but I still was in good shape. Right. Cause I had to be because I was on television. Right. When I got off television, I didn't realize that, Hey, people are still going to be booking me and I still need to look a certain way because I was still, I was in that depressive mindset. Now I want to come in and just shock the fucking world. Right? So I actually, when I head back to Denver is my first time back in Denver since the last time they saw me when I was 30 pounds heavier, 30 or 40 pounds heavier. So, and I've kind of kept... I've kind of kept everything offline to a point of my weight loss journey. I have recently in the last couple of weeks, kind of posted some things here and there, like with pictures of myself and so on. Cause I'm very self-conscious. I always have been, but I've been made fun of my whole fucking life about being fat. Right. So I'm very self-conscious. Right. So even I could be in an arena with thousands of people and have my shirt off. No problem. Right. Cause I'm in my, I'm in my domain mm-hmm. when I'm at home. I'm always have a shirt on mm. and that's the weirdest thing, right? You would think that's kind of weird, right? Because at home you would think you would feel comfortable, right? I always have a shirt on. I, I don't, when I go to the beach,
1: I, I have a shirt on. When I go places, I have a shirt on. I don't even feel comfortable in a tank top. I can sympathize with that because when I was competing, I would only feel comfortable on stage. Yeah. But when it can, even if I was conditioned, because pri- you're conditioned prior to the show, You're right? But I would still walk around in my house with a wife beater on, or tank top, or a shirt on. I don't know, man. Like I wouldn't want to peel off until it came time to actually peel off. And then when I did, and I was in front of people that I don't know, hundreds of people I don't know in the stage, I didn't care because that was a like girl area. Yeah, it was my. It was like a, a different feeling mm-hmm. in, a, in a different realm.
0: Yeah, and I've always been that way. Like I've always gone to, you know. When you go over to like sleepovers at a kid's house or, you know, you're at pool parties or whatever the fuck, dude, I was always the fat kid. So I always got made fun of for being soft. Right. So I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just a mental fuck that I have. It is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I always have to have my shirt on, you know, whether I am, you know, I won't take my shirt off until I'm about to walk out of the curtain. Then I will take my shirt off. I will take my shirt off. I, I will do what I need to do. You know, oil up or baby oil up or whatever the fuck I need to do to look a little bit more, have a little bit more shine, um, and then walk out the curtain. You know, usually it's dump water on my head, but like
1: is it, it, is it water?
0: It, it, I, I use a I use like um, cocoa butter.
1: Yeah, yeah, I use cocoa butter and then water. We used to use, I used to use Pam spray, dude, I've heard, dude, some wrestlers do that. I've heard it's a thing. So it's like the tan goes on and even though the tan there is, depending on what tanning product you use, this is for, um, bodybuilding comp- uh, competitors, they use like a Jan tan or a dream tan. It has some shimmer or shine to it, but not enough, but not to the point where if you, uh, well, and the thing is with the Pam spray. You can't fucking spray it directly on you because then you'll get too washed out. Right. You gotta spray it, walk through it, spray it, walk through it. You know, and so you get a little glimpse, like a little sh- mist on you. Yep. And you get that so many layers of that to the point where you can gauge what you think is appropriate in terms of sheer, like sheen or shine, rather. And then you, and then you obviously you know go go on stage. But the pam spray works real well, man. But depending on, you just have to be careful with it because it can wash you out. Yeah. So, much.
0: so um, the cocoa butter is good. Reason for that is because I get when people grab, you know, I don't slip. It won't slip. Oh yeah, yeah. It won't slip. So when people grab me like with baby oil, slip off. Yeah. Right. I, I learned that the hard way. So the the cocoa butter doesn't. Right. Um. And then when you wet the cocoa butter, it will give you that shine oh, that I you're see. looking for. Right. So. And I usually say like a prayer before I walk out. Usually that's when the shirt comes off and I go and I go and I go and I do my business and the minute I come back, I fucking dry off and then boom, shirt goes right back on. Just become very just self-conscious about it. I just very am. You know, will that change when I get more lean? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I've never been as lean as I'm going to be getting going into April. You know what I'm saying? I've never been that lean. So I've never been you know in that Chloric deficit that you were talking about where you're like, I'm kind of fucked in the head right now I kind of need to you know, what I'm saying I've never done that and that's what is so interesting to me I guess would be the best way to put it about doing of this competition I'm gonna be doing in April right and in my head of the you know, you said it to me You said it to me last time I was here like you're in prep now. You're like dude, you're in prep now like you're prepping now because you're doing everything you need to do right now to get to where you need to get to in April. Now, if I would have started now as heavy as I was, I probably wouldn't make it to April. Honestly, right? I believe right now that I'm in just inset- and with my coach and all that. Like he, we're so dialed in right now that like nothing is going to stop me from doing this. You know, and I have WrestleMania weekend, like I told you two weeks before, you know, and I won't be wrestling. I'll be doing this. Right. But, um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very, I, it's more of the challenge. Cause I like challenges. I like goals. I like challenges. I like, I like stuff like that. So that's why I've decided to jump into that. I've always wanted to do one, you know, fuck it. Why not? I'm not getting any younger, you know? Yeah. You're a vet. You've done it before, but your first one you were going into, you were probably a little nervous and you're probably like trying to figure shit out and so on and so forth, right? Very. Yeah, right. You're still trying to figure shit out until you became a vet. It's kind of the same thing with pro wrestling. You're still kind of getting in the ring, still trying to kind of figure it out until you become like a vet, like I don't want to call myself a vet because I'm still learning but so are you you know what I'm saying because yeah, that's of course.
1: The, if we stop learning get the fuck out Yeah I, I play a joke around when I say vet but you know but yeah. yeah yeah but you you I
0: mean. to me you're a vet because you've done so many and I've done none so technically you have the more knowledge than I do right but when it, and it's same thing as like pro wrestling if, if with pro wrestling I've been doing it for you know 11 years now if you decide somehow to jump into the pro wrestling, you know, I would be your vet because you would, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get, I get the, the aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. And like, I'm like I said, I'm 30 pounds down. I feel, I feel great. My clothes are fitting loose. You know, I'm starting to see little lines here and there on my stomach, you know, starting to wake up. Some days I wake up and I feel like I'm a fucking still fat piece of shit. Some days I wake up and I go, man, you're looking pretty decent there, bud. You know, yeah. that's just a, The mental game that I, that I have to overcome because usually what happens is in my mind is I get defeated when, especially when it comes to bodybuilding or stuff like that, because I watch a lot of bodybuilding videos. I watch a lot of, watch a lot of these guys that are going to Olympia and and so on and so forth, just because I want to see what they're doing on top of that. Um, they're like idols to me, right? Um, And then I look at myself and I go, Hmm, he's 268. I'm 262 soft as fuck, Mm," you know? And then I get very fucked in my own mind, right? I now have to learn not to do that and continue doing what I'm doing and keep moving forward at what I'm doing. And that's exactly what I'm doing because I have a goal that I'm going after. I'm going to be,
1: I, I don't do things to lose. You're going to lose your first show and that's you know, good because you know. the moment you, if you were to win your first show it would be bad. And I say this to every competitor that's starting out competing. If you win your first show, that's actually an L in my book because now you think you're so good that you become less hungry. Chances are because there's no money riding on the line, you don't have to support a family through your bodybuilding wins, right. you're going to get less hungry Because if you win or you do really, really well, because you're going to think it's going to just, it's just going to, I guess, make much larger your bravado or what you think is your bravado. And that's a bad thing when it comes to competing, because you're never going to be that good. You may be good enough. But you have to earn your wins, Absolutely. and if you win the first time, you get an inflated sense of accomplishment, an inflated sense of bravado, and arguably, that can be a defeating thing or the thing to take somebody out because now they think they don't have to work as hard anymore because they've got they won all they won their first show. Well, I must be really good if I won my first show, and that's a problem because then it it. It diminishes the drive with most people. Okay? Think about it. If you do your first show, you've never done a show ever, right. and you walk in and you fucking win and it's in a class of, let's say, eight guys and they all look pretty good, you're gonna think, wow, man, I must be really fucking good. Do you think you're gonna go in the gym and do an extra rep on every exercise you do because you didn't you you came off of a win. You're not and here's the thing too, you don't have to Hold any title? You're not holding any title, or or fighting for any title. All it is is amateur bodybuilding at this point. Yeah, you're not fighting to keep a title like Chris Bumstead or Ronnie Coleman when he was fucking reigning. Right. There's no there's no threat on your end. It's just well, and you go in the gym and you think, well, I'm already really good. You start to get an inflated sense of accomplishment, an inflated sense of ego. So I I get what you're saying, right? And with that being said is I'm
0: actually doing two shows next year. I put it in my mind that I'm going to be doing two shows next year. I'm going to do Fresno in April. And then in August I want to do Tahoe. Right. Um, just so I have, because I believe I, I totally agree with what
1: you're saying. Right. To a point. And with, and especially with me and my mindset, you don't have any saying this and I'll tell you why. Cause you've never done a show yet. You're Right. I, so you don't even have a rebuttal here. What you need to do is just do your first show and find out that what I'm saying is either accurate for you or not. I'm telling you, this is what I've seen with guys. And I know I know people around here that have done shows that have done well their first show and then trained like a pussy after because they think that they're good enough now. You're nothing now and you're going to be nothing 10 shows from now, provided you have regular genetics like you and I do. Right. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other people. Right. The point is, we're no Phil Heath. We're no Phil, you know, Ronnie Coleman. We're no Chris Bumsteads. If you do good now, then what's the threat on you to keep doing good in the future? Meaning, what's the drive for you? There is no threat. Right. You just think that, oh, I'm good enough. I'm going to, I'm going to just, you know, do what I did before. No, you have to do more now because you want to be better. And that helps if you lose. If you lose, you become better. That's what I'm trying to illustrate here. No, I I, I understand what you're saying, um, but I don't go into shit to lose. You know? Yeah, and, I said the and, same and, thing, bro. Yeah, I said the same thing. Because that's your inflated sense of ego. You don't understand what it's going to look like the day of the show, and so yes, right. I had people say the same thing to me. They said the same thing. I'm getting hot. By what I'm saying. I'm not getting hot. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I see it in your I'm hot, face. I'm, it's hot I in here. I see it in your fucking face. It's hot in here. You went from looking real big to now you're starting to sink in your chair a little no. bit. Listen, let me tell you. You don't go into shit to lose. Fine. I understand. I said the same thing. I remember saying that to somebody that said the same thing to me that I had done shows. And I said, yeah, but I don't train to fucking get sucked." Blah, 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 blah. That bullshit. I said that. Right. When I did my first show. It humbled me. And I got top five. That humbled me because I wanted to become one. Because obviously we want to train to become one. Nobody trains to be second or third. No, fuck or four, no. no. Okay. But when you do it and you realize, man, this is a little different than I that than I thought or expected. Well, then you're like, the experience. Is very important, it puts an, it almost puts now a predicate on the experiences being in the forefront than just the competing,
0: right? But if I go in there and I go, ah, eh, If I win, cool. If I don't, ah, eh, cool, that's still not gonna make me fucking train hard. If I go, I'm going to fucking win, and I that's gonna
1: help me mentally yeah, train, you're not fucking win, hard, bro. bro. Yeah, you're not gonna win, and if I don't, you're not, I, but that's a good thing. it's yeah. a good thing, and I didn't win. And I would say Ronnie Coleman never went his first fucking. He, fuck no, he didn't. He was didn't. horrible. He was horrendous. The but then he got really good and he kept at it. And he's right. obviously has superior genetics than most people. So yeah,
0: man, he's, his body's fucking. You're not going to win. and That's
1: okay. It's okay. Uh, on that note, I will say this, even though that's discouraging his shit. Me saying that I understand. You're not going to win. That's fine. But here's the other thing. Don't pick a, in my experience, don't pick a show that's that many months out of your first show. I would say do a show a month later when you're already in condition and it's going to be easy for you to slide into that next show. And then you have maybe two or three weeks of of regular, of back to normal, and then one week of of, a peak week, and then you go into your next show and bam, hit it again.
0: I would have to. i would have to find
1: another one uh in find Cal- another one. F- oh, okay. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you man. Yeah, I would I would definitely
0: have to find 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 another one fairly fairly quick. I kn- the only ones that I know of really are Fresno. I know they're all over the place. I know that they're yeah, all in the LA. Yeah, I know they're all over the fucking place. Um is to go um just kind of look. I just haven't looked. I know I have Tahoe in my mind, I have Fresno in my mind. Those are the only two that I have in my mind for next year. Um but if I could pull fucking third or fourth in in there Fuck. Why not LA, you know, fuck LA. I I haven't looked in LA, but yeah, fuck it. Why not? You know, that's kind of the best way to put it is why not? You know, what's stopping me? I know that I have a pretty um, intense schedule and I still have to wrestle, you know what I'm saying? So I still have to wrestle and so on and so forth. Right. But like, um, fuck it. Why not? You know, because I I just want to, I'm not, it's not one of those things where it's just like, I'm looking for my pro card. You know, and if I am, if I do cool, if I don't then, huh, you're not going to be a pro, you know,
1: but le- <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying though, is like, I'm so I'm, discouraging on this because I'm just, I want you to know reality. Reality is you're not going to be a pro reality is you're not going to win your first show. And that's a good thing. Why would it not be? why is it a good thing? It's not going a good pro? thing. You're not going to become a pro, but unless you look, unless you get on all the fucking gear. Fuck yeah. And unless you already have the genetics to begin with. True. We don't know because we haven't seen you fully trimmed. Correct. So we don't know what kind of genetics you're really working with in terms of muscularity, conditioning, etc. And we don't know how you would respond if you did gear. We don't know that. We don't know how well you'd respond. You could be an elite responder for all we know. But If I was to have, don't get scared, bro. If I was to have gun to my head, well, here's the other thing too. I will say this. I'll play devil's advocate. I say these things because I actually am a fan of you and I am rooting for you. And I do want you to do this. And I do want you to place well. I'm just also understanding of reality and reality is you're not going to win your first show and that's okay. It's okay. Even if you had elite genetics, you probably wouldn't win your first show. So, unless everybody who shows up is beneath you, maybe that happens. Might get lucky. You never know. Okay, but I will say this. As much as I'm discouraging you, I will say that the thing that I'm hoping for is that this discourages you enough to where you work harder and you do place one or two or three in the lineup because that's a major win, even if you got second or third it's still a major win. Absolutely. I agree. Say top five. win. I agree. Win. I agree. I agree. Uh, top five would definitely be a major
0: win, especially for my first bodybuilding show. It would definitely be a, be a huge win for me. And it would be something where, um, I would be very, I'd be excited and probably, and like, like you said, drive, drive, harder to get number one you know and it's okay you know the, the more don't flex
1: your chest bro what don't fucking I'm, ever flex your chest <laughs> at me, bro. don't fucking move your titties <laughs> like you, that don't you fucking flex your arm on me motherfucker oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: i'm gonna get a flex off
1: <laughs> don't you put those don't you titties down don't, you, put you put those, those pecs you down You put those
0: motherfuckers down boom 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 no um <laughs> it's
1: the caffeine bro it's the caffeine it is really it's the coffee it's making me pumped listen man I say that because I will I if I was going into wrestling yeah I would want somebody or you to tell me the reality of wrestling it hurts like hey Justin you're not big enough you probably aren't going to do well your first match you're probably going to get thrown around well yeah but I train fucking hard I'm strong I want to get stronger I think I'm going to I think I'm going to mess those people up But here's the thing. I'd want people to be real with me. And that's what I'm being with you. I'm just being real. Now, there are exceptions to the rule that happens. Mm -hmm. You may, you may just completely overturn what I'm saying. Likely not, but you might, but I'm still going to give you what I feel is reality. And that is what I would want if I were venturing into a, into a field that was foreign to me. Right. Right. But the thing is, though, is I believe
0: if you just what you believe, okay,
1: fuck what I believe.
0: (laughs) If you decided to go into the world of professional wrestling, right, you would do fairly well. You know why? Because
1: you're my coach. Well, besides that, (laughs) right, is you have the look to be a wrestler. Uh Uh-huh. No way. Absolutely. Bro, I'm too pretty. Hence why you have the look. They want pretty? Oh, yeah. You look Great on camera. Absolutely. Sign me up. <laughs> Absolutely. You look good,
0: right? You have a great face. You want to fuck me or something? Kind of. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, but no, honestly, like, you would do fairly well in pro wrestling. You know why? Because you also have that attitude. You have that attitude about you. I don't think
1: I'm big enough.
0: You would not think so. But Chris Jericho's only like 5'2".
1: 5'2". He's a
0: small dude. Uh, Guys my size in pro wrestling is a very, very, very... Especially nowadays, it's not the land of the Giants anymore. Mm. Guys my size are very... With my athleticism, are very hard to come by. Guys your size are way, way more... Way more... uh, susceptible not susceptible but way more across the board right with pro wrestling but the difference is though is you have the body and you have that look and you have that cockiness about you and that's a good thing in pro wrestling
1: especially you know how to use one of these I don't have cockiness man I'll say that
0: you know it's 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 not it's not cockiness I, I mean yeah it is it is cockiness to no it's point. not it, man. confidence sorry excuse me confidence I apologize confidence
1: Right, But in
0: the world of pro wrestling, bro, in the world of pro wrestling, right? If you decided for some strange apparent reason, you wanted to get into the world of pro wrestling. The first thing I would do is I would have you obviously train, right? But then I'll have you go out there and just fucking talk. Because, you know, you're going to see all these mediocre people in the front row. People who live in trailer parks, people who live... You know, that eat fucking pizza every day and all this stuff. And you're going to sit there and go, look at me and look at you. You want to be me. Every person in here. The girls want to go home with me and the dudes want to be me.
1: And the dudes want to watch, you know, you, you know, with their wives. you know, and that girl (laughs) right there.
0: Trust me, honey. I know for a fact, trust me, you're going to go home and you're going to think about me all night. But there's a reason there's a reason why there's a barricade right there, because I don't want your sloppy, gross, disgusting hands, feet, anything that you have to offer anywhere close to me because I'm a God and you're not. You can read that with people's eyes. That they I wanna- literally just
1: said it off the top of the head. No, I know that. I know that. I know that. And for people that don't know, look, Sledge is a very sweet man. He's not that arrogant. No, no, He's no, just no. acting. He's yeah, acting. That's all that but is. you can read that through the eyes of the other person. Absolutely. You can, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a you be- know without them that's, saying. That's the
0: beautiful thing about pro wrestling is I am the puppet master. And I make all the puppets, the puppets that are the crowd, I make them dance. I make them boo, or I make them cheer. That's the beautiful thing about the art.
1: Would they call it a master puppeteer? Kind of. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, I just call I, it, I just call it good at my job.
0: You know. <laughs> um, but the thing is, though, is I would I, I dude, I swear, man, like you would do fairly well just because d- people would hate you because you look so good, because they're jealous of you. That is a thing. Interesting. Yeah. You would walk out, you would flex your fucking abs a little bit, maybe a lat spread. People would boo you off to the fucking boo you just out the gate, bro. You they would boo (laughs) they would. They would boo you, bro, straight out the gate. The minute you walked out and you smiled and you sat there and looked all fucking schmuck at everybody, brushed off your fucking abs. Yeah, you wish you had these. You know? put the pizza down, maybe you will. (laughs) Ah, probably not, just kidding. You know? Oh, yeah, dude. They would fucking hate you with a, with a But with then a they would tune in. Oh, yeah. They would tune
1: in just to watch you get your ass kicked. Who determines whose ass gets kicked? The promoters. Right. Yeah. So you have no say in that.
0: I I do to a point. Like, you, like say me and you were wrestling. Promoter comes up and goes, Justin, you're up tonight. Okay, how do you want him to go up? Uh, you know, whatever is finish or you guys want to do like a, you know, he's a heel. Do you want to go over dirty? Yeah, cool. All right, cool. We'll figure it out. Cool. He's a what? You know, he's, he's a heel. Yeah, it means you're a bad guy. Heel. Oh, yeah. So Justin, Justin's a heel. on the baby tonight. He goes. You're the baby. You know, Sledge. You're the baby. You're the uh, you know, Justin. You're the heel. Heel goes up tonight. Um, you, you want to go over dirty? You want him to go over the finish? Ah, let's go dirty. Let's have him pull the tights. All right, cool. Fantasy. What
1: does that mean? <laughs>
0: Well, let me pull out my vet card, you know, <laughs> um, which means is that I would have you go over dirty, which means it would be a roll up, and you would pull the back of my tights.
1: Oh, like a like a wedgie?
0: Yeah, kind of. Like you would you would stack me up, and you would pull the back of my tights to get the extra leverage to pin me one two three.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. When do chairs come in? Oh, bro, I would hate to be hit by a chair, man. They're actually not as bad as you think. Really? Just kidding. <laughs> They're bad. And then getting thrown over the ring, I also wouldn't want to do that. Oh, you would learn how to land. Well, there's a way to land. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Interesting. Yeah. Do you you get hurt? Absolutely. Right. (laughs) I like, I'm okay with getting hurt when it comes from like weight training. Yeah. Like I'm okay to get injured from that or, I mean, I'll die on that mountain, dude. Mm I don't know if I would die on the mountain of wrestling. I you know what's funny is a lot of bodybuilders
0: get into wrestling, right? That that used to be the thing is like oh you're a bodybuilder getting wrestling, right? Especially in the eighties and nineties. Mm. Um, not necessarily so much nowadays, just because like the generation has kind of gotten softer, especially in the world of professional wrestling. Um, but you get the bug, the right? What? The, the wrestling bug. Oh, the bug. Yeah, you get the bug, just like you have the weightlifting bug, right? You have the health bug. You you get. The wrestling bug. Right? Sometimes it gets you, sometimes it doesn't. It's just it's one of those things that you would have to try out to see if you get it or not. You know? And it sucks. It hurts. It's rough. People think what I do is very easy. It is not easy. Especially on the body.
1: You yeah, know? I would I would say it's does not look easy. It's it everybody goes,
0: Oh, that's fake. Why do you why do you watch that? It's fake. Why do you do that? It's fake. Right. Well, why do you watch movies?
1: Well, I remember I said it the first time, one of the first times you were on the yeah. show and you were, you got really offended. A little and bit. You were almost like about to walk out. And I said, you know, calm down, sledge. It's not a big deal. It's just, everybody thinks this. Right. Because of the, I, I guess the, the facade that it promotes. You,
0: you know, know, the thing is those, if you would have said that, if you would have said that back in the nineties, if you would have went up to a restaurant and said that fake shit, he would have hauled off a fucking punch you square in the face. Yeah. I can't do that now. I'll catch charge. Back then, they didn't give a so fuck. So it's like,
1: it. We know, we, we know it's not fake in terms of the hits and shit. You know, the thing is, though, that's the big misconception. The hits are fucking real. No, no, I know. Like, those are real. Yeah. People, and when I say people, I mean me, look at it and it's like, it looks like it's watered-down hits. Like, they're not going as hard as they could. Right. Because if they did... It would fucking knock the Absolutely. person out, dude. Absolutely. And then there's
0: there's ways of training to pull a punch.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's what I meant by that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I didn't mean to make you cry. You didn't. Cry, or man. to have you slouch down in your chair and get really like dif- dismissive and defensive about it. That wasn't my point. Like I was just either saying,
0: way, you, dude. Either way you look at it, dude. I'm sweating in this chair and I'm like, slipping down it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, sl- <laughs> I'm don't slipping get- down the chair because I'm sweating in it. There's no me of fucking slouching down and getting scared over here and getting
1: angry. You were, it's, though. It's, little it's, bit. It's you were offended. F- and you were like. It, that's like me coming to your job and going, ah, weightlifting's for pussies. Well, obviously, you don't you, weightlift if you say that. You're
0: right. Obviously, you don't pro wrestler. if You don't pro-wrestle if you think it's Yeah, but it's, it's not to
1: say I didn't say it's it, pussy. It, I said it, it looks. Is it fake?
0: It Everything the the thing is though is everything is predetermined with pro wrestling but the 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 slams the 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 clotheslines the hits the yeah. those are all real and there's there's places to hit people that are safer than others if you you know so we they're called open areas right um anywhere in the chest area open area go to town you know fucking club me chop me Go to town, but understand that I'm going to, you hit me as hard as you want to be hit. And that's the rule of pro wrestling. Interesting. Right. If you call off and you fucking blast me and I've, I've been fucking blasted to the point of like, I, I saw white and I went, Whoa, like, Oh, what the fuck just happened? Right. I'm like, Oh, that's where we're going with this. Okay. Because you can't back down. Right. Then you fucking start, you start, you guys start going right now. You understand it's going to be a little bit more of a stiffer, you know, contest, right? Um, uh, uh, upper back, go go to town. Club me, do whatever you want, right? Anywhere in the face. If you fucking clock me in the face, like full on, full force, clock me in the face. Like I've been punched square, fucking in the face, and I go, whoo, you're gonna get one back, brother." You know, and I let him know, you know. Or I will let people know why, because we are communicating in the ring. We are, you know, it's slide of hand magician, you know, you can't see that we're doing it, but sometimes it's a squeeze. Sometimes it's, mm. you know, certain, yeah, it's a sleight of hand. I'm a fucking magician, you know? Um, if you fucking haul off and you pop me and I don't like it, I'll tell that person, Hey, calm down. You get
1: one, you know? And just looking at you right now, I'm very intimidated. (laughs) I will tell them you get one. Don't say it over again. Don't say that again. You know, I'm going to start. I'm going to start to get scared.
0: You're going to start fucking sinking down in your seat. I, I am You know, already. And then if they do it again, I go, okay, now I know where we're going. First one. Because usually what happens is I'm the name they bring in. So a lot of people are nervous to work me, right? Because I've been around the world and I've been on television. So I'm considered the name, right? So a lot of the younger talent are very like
1: nervous. You're so cocky, bro. No, 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 no. That's no, it's a thing.
0: It's a thing. A lot of the younger talent, a lot of the younger talent that have been in the game less than probably like five years that haven't worked a lot of veterans that have mostly worked in like their little circle areas and stuff like that when they bring in a guy like me that has been seasoned who has wrestled around the world and so on and so forth a lot of the guys get somewhat very scared right and it's a it's a natural thing right so when you get into the ring with somebody and a lot of the times these kids will come up to you and want to plan a b c d e f g h i you know I'm going to throw this here, go here, left right here. And I'm like, whoa, like, no, we're going to, you know, improvise. We're going to call a little bit of in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. Because I want room for, and then I will teach them as we're going. Right. Because that's the beautiful thing about wrestling is I love teaching wrestling. I love to teach the younger generation. I love seeing that light bulb go off in their head about psychology and why I do this or why so-and-so does this or why this needs to go here and why this needs to happen here. I love that, right? Why Why can't we just... Because the modern day wrestling is all about the moves. Back then, which I love, it's all about the storytelling in the ring. It's tugging on the crowd's emotions. Now it's all about who can do the coolest fucking flip and the coolest fucking... Her Karana and Canadian destroyer. And I and I always tell these fucking kids and I always tell them, especially if they're working me, I go, match one, two, and three are gonna do the exact same shit. Because neither one of them heard what the other person's doing. And I guarantee you one of them's gonna dive, one of them's gonna do a her corona, one of them's gonna do an Insiguri, because they think that's gonna pop the crowd, right? And then they're gonna do the cool fucking move. They're gonna go just like this, which is I'm just opening my hands for the people that are just listening and go cheer me, right? Because that's the response that they're expecting, right?
1: I don't do that shit. I make them give me a response. Because you want the most authentic expression from them. Yes. Because you want the crowd to have the most authentic yes, experience, right? Absolutely. Which is the reason why we use lapels when we do outside podcasts and not <laughs> mics. It all comes full circle. Um, but yeah, no, I, I fuck you, dude.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to sweat in this chair even more. So now you have to take two hours to fucking
1: clean it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but fucking seriously. Yeah, seriously. Um, but you're no, actually not a bad sweater. I, I, you're not a bad sweater. I'm not, you know, I'm not too bad yet. Stop, stop wiping it on the leather. I'm, it's kind of hard not to, bro. No, you're actually not that good. Yeah. You're not that bad, dude. Um,
0: but no, it's just that it's just the way it is, you know, and I want them. I go, let's tell a story. I want to tell a story. You know, let's get them emotionally invested in what we're doing. Not because we're doing cool moves because everybody else is going to do cool moves. What's going to separate us from everybody else? What's going to make them go, oh man, do you remember that match? That was a great match because they told a story, right? That's just the old school way of me and me Going up in the card, I guess, would be the best way to put it and like learning from the veterans and so on and so forth that I've had the pleasure of working with and being able to learn from. And it's my duty to teach that to the younger generation, right? Because these younger generations watch this shit on television and think that's the way they're going to get over. And that's the reason why that they need to do certain things, which isn't the way that it you know, isn't going to get them over just because you see it on TV doesn't mean you need to go and do it. I see some kind of cool flippy, not really cool. I see some kind of new flippy fucking move and I go, Oh, that's going to be on the Indies in the next fucking, the next fucking couple weekends. And it's going to be shown in four or five different fucking matches, you know, and it's just the same bullshit, you know, Canadian destroyers, all this other bullshit, you know, and I just get, I get fucking bored with it. Right. It's just not about storytelling anymore. It's not about working. So when I get these younger kids that come up to me and they want to plan ACD, I go, woo, whoa, no. Let's, you know, first off, bro, let me fucking put my bag down. (laughs) I've had that, bro, where they run up to me. And they go, oh, man, I'm working you tonight, man. I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, man, cool. Let me... You know, let me fucking kind of settle in and, you know, we'll talk about it. And then I have this idea. Cool, man. Let me just kind of settle in and let me yeah, just. You're so big
1: time. You know, I'm like, you don't have time. No, for it's not. Peasants. No, not at all,
0: dude. I'm like, dude, I have my bags in my hand. I just got it in from the airport. Right. I'm like, dude, let me put my bag down. Let me fucking, you know, let me. Give you me a breather. Let me, Give me a breather. Let me say hi to at least the guy who booked me. You know, and tell them thank you, you know, and then we'll talk about, you know, we'll get in the ring and we'll talk about, you know, what you have, what do you have for an idea? And if I could tweak it a certain way or whatever it is, you know, but yeah, man, these sometimes, you know, or, you know, and I, then usually sometimes I, I have people that come up to me and go, dude, can you watch my match? And I go, absolutely. I love watching matches. I love watching matches. I love watching the younger generation. So like I will, I will sit at the curtain and I will peek out and I will watch a lot of the matches before my match, right? So I know what not to do. See, no one does that. They're all in their own little minds, where they're like, "I have to get my shit
1: in." Little minds, right? I have. Are not big minds? They're little minds. If in in the, <laughs> I'm gonna go little minds. Yes, um,
0: they go. I have to wow, get, I have, have to-, to get my shit in, right? I have to get my super kicks. My My, my, this, my, that, yada, 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 where match two, three, and four just did that. Why aren't you watching and going, okay, they just did that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. They just did that. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Or I'll listen to people put their matches together. So I know what not to do because I want to be different from everybody else. Right. So they remember because they go, yeah, we've already saw that. Oh yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. What makes them put their phone down when they go, Oh, I've already seen that move. I've already seen that four or five times tonight. I've already seen somebody dive, you know, do all that shit. You know,
1: is there ever a point where you just like run out of ideas though of what to do because everybody's already done it on an indie show? No. What's an indie show? Uh, Independent show. Oh, independent. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, because a lot of the ideas that I have in my mind, a lot of people aren't doing because they're all too worried about doing the super kick and all the other cool transitional moves and the, and the slips and the, and all this, they're not worried about getting the story over or, you know, um, you know, get doing certain things to make the audience go, Ooh, shit. Is he really, Ooh, ah, is he okay? I'm not quite sure. Ooh, fuck like that's the response I because
1: want. they know that it's at some level
0: if i can make the if the, if i can make you suspend your belief
1: no no i'm playing yeah i, I know I, 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 I don't think it's fake i think i know and you've also confirmed this yeah. that it's watered down in terms of the hitting because obviously they're not, you're not trying to put them in the hospital. It's one of those things where it's just like, you know,
0: everybody asks me to chop them in the chest. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's an open hand fucking chop straight to the chest. Boom. Right. I chop really fucking hard. Right. That's just been one of my things that I've always. Gosh, you're so
1: cocky. No, it's
0: true. I chop people fucking hard because I expect it back. Right. And if people don't chop me fucking hard, I'll fucking chop them back and I'll fucking, I'll blast people with chops because open area, go to town. Let's do it. I've had so many people ask me to chop them, like random people, like say you,
1: and you're like, "Yo, bro, chop me in the chest." I'll never say I'll, that. I won't do it because I couldn't handle it. Because no. my little body is what you're no. saying. My little body, <laughs> no, my little you're, frail yeah. body, your little against your 260 your, pound monster. Your monsters. little
0: brain. There's the thing. There's oh, the, the little brain. Me. You know, no,
1: um, just
0: because like I believe in holding the business close to my chest as much as I possibly can. And there's people out there that will do that, you know, chop them. And because the way I look at it is if you don't fucking sit there and try to cave their fucking chest in with a fucking chop and the guy just goes, "Huh," you just exposed our business and made people realize that it's even more of a work than mm-hmm. what it really is.
1: Well, the other person has to, has to obviously act as well. Like that really hurt. Oh, I'll make it really hurt. Well, even if you don't make it really hurt that period, there's a sort of a due diligence on the other person to act in, like. in, in my, in, if we are in
0: the ring, yes, I'm just talking about a normal human being. Okay. Right. So like you, if I fucking sat there and I just chopped you just normal in the chest and you went, ah, oh, it's not too bad. Right. But the guy in the ring that I was just in with and I did the same exact thing going, oh fuck. Right. he's acting. You know what I'm saying? You, I've all of a sudden exposed the business. Right. But if I don't try to cave your fucking chest in as a normal human being, and I don't try to cave your fucking chest in with a chop to protect the business, because people all know what I do is a work to a point. But if I don't try to cave your fucking chest in with a chop, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm doing a, a disjustice to the, to the business.
1: Right? You you kinda of understand what I'm saying to a point? No, I'm stupid. No <laughs> Everything you're saying I don't know you're, what it means. Yes, of course okay, I understand. Okay, so I try to protect the business as much as don't I Don't ever ask me that question again. <laughs> Do you understand? In a very You had that, in a very you had that patronizing way. No, you had that, You had
0: that look on your face like I'm listening, motherfucker. That's what I'm doing. What is this motherfucker, like, what what is this motherfucker talking about? Like, goddamn, No, like that. Uh, no, that's what I'm simply nah, saying. Fuck off. Fuck you. No, um, that's what I'm saying is like, I try to protect the business. So I will never chop people in public. I'll never do anything like that because I just, I just hold in public. in public. <laughs> in public. People at I conventions all the time ask wrestlers to chop the shit out of them. It's like a rite of passage. And I'm like, no, really? Yeah. Random people will ask people. They get after parties, people get drunk. Hey bro, drop me in the chest, bro. Fuck, dude, yeah, yeah. you, know, it's like a disjob. I'm just like, nah, man. Like, I don't want to. Like, cause I protect. I I hold the business so close to my heart to a certain point. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
1: to some point, it's also on the other wrestler to act also as if it really hurt, even if it didn't hurt. Then it makes your chop look like it really did hurt. Right now, with 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 a chop, um, if you don't lay into me, I won't sell. Oh, no, no, I won't. But right. aren't you now doing a disservice to the industry if you don't? Not necessarily because I'm telling you, I will encourage him to hit me harder. Oh, I that. see. Yeah. That's I, also acting yeah, out too. I will encourage him to
0: hit me hard. Like, come on, hit me harder. Is that acting too though? Um, Kind of half and half. Half and half because I want to. you know, sometimes it'll bring something out of them that they're not quite sure that they, they have yeah. because, the, you know, some people do complain about, you know, um, there's a certain a, a perfect example actually. Um, there's a guy on on in AEW called Sammy Guevara, right? And there's another guy in AEW called uh, Andrade Iglo, right? Andrade and Sammy wrestled, and Andrade stiffed Sammy. Means he fucking was a little bit too snug with him. He was a little bit. Sammy complained about it. it was like, dude, you're way too stiff. You're fucking. You're like beating me up, real. You're like you're beating the shit out of me, right? And Andrade goes, dude, it's fucking wrestling. Fuck you, right? And I agree. I go, dude, if you're like, like you hit me as hard as you want to get hit. So if you fucking blast me, I'm going to fucking blast you back. If you really punch me in the face, I'm going to really punch you in the face. It's just tit for tat. Mm. You know what I mean? And then we're going to go to the back. We're going to shake hands. If I'm bleeding, you're bleeding. We shake hands. We fucking go off into our fucking thing. Right. It's good match though. Right. Yeah. It's fucking, you know, I don't mind contact. I love the contact. Right. So I know what to sell. Right. Even if it's a light fucking pop in the chin, I'm okay with it. Because then I go, oh, fuck, I got to, oh, and then I'll check my teeth or something like that. Oh, fuck, I, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's the little, it's the little details that many people forget to add in to make the audience suspend their belief. Mm. You know, the little details. You pop me in the face. And I go, I check my tooth. I check my tooth. You know, I did on television. I pulled a tooth out. Nope. Guy
1: fucking. Nope. Guy, I'm out. I'm out already guy, fuck, I'm not. Guy,
0: guy fucking popped me in the fucking mouth. Right? Guy's name was O'Shea Edwards. Did it on television. Popped me in the mouth. And uh, fucking loosened up one of my molars. Right? Fucking look directly at the camera. Fucking p- go into my mouth. And I fucking yanked that motherfucker
1: out and on sh- TV and I show the camera. Oh man. That made for us good. A good match though.
0: Oh yeah. Fucking. And I throw it, at, I threw it at O'Shea and I fucking kicked him right in the face. You were mad. I was a little angry. Yeah. <laughs> he knocked my tooth out. Yeah. You know? And then, and then I went to the back after the match, right? Went to the back. Hey man, thanks. Hey bro. Hey dude, sorry about the fucking, I was like, nah, I made for good TV. Fuck it. You know? And like everybody came up was like, dude, are you dude? Was that, fuck dude. Is that you? goddamn, damn. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. the The wrestling game is. I I can't imagine being in that man. Even though you you know you say. You, you could do it or whatever. I just like. That's not. I can't get it's thrown not for like that, bro. Yeah, not I'm not everybody. as much of a man as you. Uh, Maybe one day.
0: You all, you heard you heard it here first, guys. You know, Straight from the chest. He's not as manly
1: as sledge. not as man as sledges. You know. I guess I'll sink back down in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> lapel mics, lapel man, lapel bro. What the fuck? I can't. I, I I gotta get you on that that train. Maybe maybe one day you'll believe me. Maybe. Maybe maybe you'll take my advice.
0: Are we uh Are we gonna do the next one at my place?
1: Yeah, man. All right. Let's wrap, I gotta piss. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Hey, tell people where they can find you if they're already following you. That's sledge805. 805. What is that? Instagram? Instagram? Everywhere. Okay. Let's be specific here. Oh, geez. So I'm sorry. Know where to find you. Oh, I'm sorry. Instagram. Instagram. Is this your first rodeo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's easy for everybody, ladies and gentlemen. On Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, MySpace, High Five,
1: LimeWire.
0: MySpace? Limewire, fucking Napster. At Sledge eight hundred (laughs) five (laughs) still. (laughs) At Sledge eight hundred five on everything. It's easy to
1: find me. You have some pretty good TikToks, man. I would say. Thanks, bro. Yeah, really good information, man. And it's really, it's really inspirational. Honestly, bro. Not to me. I know because I don't need to hear that. I know. But (laughs) to other people, (laughs) yes. Well, it's
0: honestly like I just started doing that, and the reason why I started doing that is because they were just my daily thoughts. They really are. They're just my daily thoughts because I've really taken the mindset. And honestly, I kind of thank you for this, honestly, is like the mindset of like, you know, I, I'm just very grateful for every single day that I have on top of that, um, doing, being uncomfortable, you know, being comfortable in uncomfortable situations, you know what I'm saying? And doing the hard work, even if you don't want to do it. You know, doing the grind, doing that. And I did one earlier today where I was on the, I I just got done doing 40 minutes of cardio and I fucking hated every fucking minute of it. But that's what I got to do to get to my goals. That's what I'm going to do. And sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do to get to your goals, but you do them,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know? And it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of that grind mindset,
1: man. I hate the word grind. Does it really grind your gears? (laughs) I think I hate it because it's overused. It is, and it's used by people that don't really grind. That they just say they grind. I'm not talking about you. No, no, no. I get you. I get what you're saying. Don't really grind. They just want to say use that word to, boat in their in their. I guess bravado. Yeah. Like they do do this hard work. It's like really what you're doing is just evolving and becoming better. That's really all it is, man. So, but I, I understand where the word comes from. It's just like just just do. Stop saying the word. Grind. Just do. Just be. Just fucking become better. Just That's it. it. That's it, man. Just like, do it. Nike's slogan is so lame, but it's so penetrative because it is in simplistic form. Yeah. What we should all be. Yeah. And do. Just do the thing. That's and, it, man. And I'm in, uh,
0: and I'm embracing that mindset, right? Because I believe that I need that mindset. And I'm embracing that. Like the more I talk to you, and the more like I watch like a lot of your stuff, and you know, stop
1: flexing. I'm not on flexing, me.
0: bro. It just motherfucker. Happens. It just happens. You know, the more that I, I will fucking chop your <laughs> chest. If do you it. Flex. Do it
1: real I hard. Fucking dare you, real hard. I dare you. I'm so fucking strong, dude. <laughs> you don't even. You you think this is all fucking show? You think it's all work? You think it's show? Fuck. Fuck, bro. They I grind, grind in order to <laughs> chop.
0: That's <laughs> it. We're done. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, I have to leave. Never mind. We're done. We're, hey. Hey.
1: Um, what were you saying your last point before you started flexing your pecs? I don't remember what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, I was putting you over. I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and continue putting you over. <laughs>
0: you know? Um it's one of those things, man, where it's like I, I started embracing that mindset and embracing the uh the lifestyle of just being just better, you know, and just being you know, not letting shit or anybody get in my fucking way. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful Amen. thing.
1: Amen, man. You know,
0: and willing to die for it. Amen. That is the that is the that's something that really stuck with me the last time you said that to me. Was like are people, are you willing to die for it? Because people aren't willing to die for shit nowadays. And that really stuck with me. That really resonated with me. I'm willing to die to get on that stage in April. I'm willing to die to do that. We I'm willing. I, I probably will. Might. I'm willing to die to make this podcast my, my into, by the way, Sledge Corp Entertainment, LLC. Let's go. Let's go. go. Yeah, brother. Awesome. Sled man. Corp Entertainment, LLC, brother. No shit. Let's go. That's fucking right. Yeah, dude, you, man. Um, Start an enterprise.
1: Enterprise, you know. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, you you're know. You're so fucking narcissistic, man. Why am I narcissistic? You're just, everything is about you and just. I just got done putting you over. You're, you're fuck so, you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You're so, you're so vain, dude. What? You're so, why are you so vain? I'm just It's about to grind It's about <laughs> to grind And lapels and shit And lapels
0: and shit You know um, But no Yeah dude I just uh, Let me tell you Out yeah. of
1: all You know all jokes aside I make a lot of jokes I talk yeah. a lot of shit dude and it's, I love it And it is in part A silly side of me It really is man And I, and I mean that wholeheartedly Also I mean it Not at all Right So it's wholehearted But it's not at all meaningful. Absolutely. You know? And I know you know that. Yeah. But I will say, all jokes aside, that's what my grandpa used to always say. My grandpa used to always say, all jokes aside, and then he'd say something serious, you know? That's where I learned it from, actually. Shout out to my grandpa. Rest in peace. Shut up. I, for someone such as yourself to say some, now I'm being real here. For someone such as yourself to say something like that, like I don't take that lighthearted. That means a lot to me. That you would say, I took this from our last conversation, and I'm in now imputing it into my daily life. Yeah, and I'm I'm applying myself in ways that I didn't you know. Otherwise, you didn't say it like that, but that's what I gathered from it, and that is very, it's very humbling to me that again a guy like yourself would would say that sort of thing. So, I mean, it's all sincerity, man. Thank you.
0: My narcissistic self.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You welcome. And go, go pee. Yeah, man. We'll stop what talking. Fuck? Well, fuck, dude. I thought
0: we wrapped it up like forty minutes we ago. We did. You, you stop fucking <laughs> <kept> talking.
1: <laughs> all right, people. All right. Until next time. Done.